Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, guys, what's up? Um, I'm going to work on my Sleepaway Camp franchise review next now. And... um. I'm going to start with part one. I did review Return to Sleepaway Camp. It was one of my very first reviews I did back as 2009 the movie buffer. But I'm going to redo that review because I feel like I ain't did a good enough job. But if you want to check out that one minute, five second review of it, go ahead. But um, Sleepaway Camp 1, the first time I ever came across it. And I let me just say, I watched this movie very late though. That's the, that's the catch. But... Um, when I first came across, I would walk into a video store when I was a kid, right? And I look up in the ceiling where they have, like, posters in the video store. And I saw um, Dream Maniac, which got me curious. You got a bald-headed woman coming out of the wall and two couples in the bed, which I also review. Also, check that one out. But then I saw this poster, Sleepaway Camp, with a sneaker and a knife blood. And I looked at this poster, and it just got me kind of curious. I was, I was like, what the fuck? Like, just the title alone told me... Sleepaway camp. <laughs> I was like, my mind. What, what? I was like, like this looking at the wall, <laughs> sneaking in blood. So I never got that, you know. I never had opportunity to rent it because I never joined that video store. I, I forgot why we walked in though. That's the thing. Anyway, once I came out, you know that that poster got stuck in my head for some reason. Uh, many years later, um, cable TV came across. My family was able to afford cable. And I came across Sleepaway Camp Part 2 and Part 3. And guess what? I saw the poster of it again from another video store. And I'm looking at this poster again. And I actually had that what the fuck mentality like. Okay, Part 2 having the hot, this hot chick holding all these horror icons. Um, costume like the mask. The Hannah Freddy, the chainsaw, you know. And then I see Part 3, so Sleepaway Camp 3, Teenage Wasteland. And I'm like... Sleepaway Camp. Oh yeah, I remember the title. And I never saw the fucking movie. Years later, many years later, I came across watching Sleepaway Camp for free on cable. Oh, let, let, oh yeah, let me phrase that. That's the first time I know Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3. But when I saw Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3 was on cable. Um, and then I never saw Part 1. I still haven't saw Part 1 because at the time, I mean, I was a teenager. I didn't have, I didn't have no money except for job allowance money that my dad worked for in the house, you know, and I was going for 8-bit Nintendo video games instead, yeah, but, um, I watched 2 and 3 on cable TV, and I heard about this guy named Angela, and I'm like, hmm, so this movie's about this female that kills people, unoriginal, you know, and don't get me wrong, I did enjoy Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3, right, and I will review them separately after this, but meanwhile, to fast forward that scene, my child, Paul's childhood memory, um, I was finally able to get my hand, my first hands copy of Super Camp 1 
Um, I had my first job. Um, I was working around video stores, and I finally came across the DVD, the first DVD release of Super Camp 1. And I saw this cover, and I was like, finally, I get to see this movie. You know, I saw what 2 and 3 is about, but still, let me rent it. And um, once I popped into the DVD, it had a commentary. That was the only extra that had a commentary. And I'm seeing this movie, and I'm like, okay, it was so original. You know, and um, as this movie pro progressed, and don't get me wrong, to fast forward this part, I did enjoy Sleepaway Camp Part 1. I thought it was good, though, but don't get me wrong, this is when I first seen it. Um, the father, and he spent time with his kid in the camp, and these, these teenagers have fun. They actually both hit the father by mistake, and an accidental death. It's like, and you got this guy, he's looking in shock, like, John. Like, no kind of emotional reaction to it, the guy's death. I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on? I'm, like, confused. Then you see eight years later, right? And you got these two kids walking down the stairs. You thought it was the brother and sister from the, by the beginning part of the movie all growing up. But no, you find out it was this aunt raising this girl. But also her son is going with, with her um, niece to the camp, you know? So, after that, they're gone camping, and I said to myself, where's the brother? I guess the brother probably died in the boat accident, too, where he drowned. But then I saw the beginning part of the movie when the brother was, like, swimming in the water, but you didn't see the girl. So then I, I was kind of lost, and I was really confused, and I was like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So anyway, we get to the camp scene. We got Angela and her cousin, you know, um, Ricky was his name, right? Yeah, Ricky. And, um... You know, Ricky was protected of his cousin, Angela, because girls and guys would pick on her because she was different, she was strange, and he gets mad. Um, you get the campers, like, picking on Angela because she was different. Um, Ricky's friend from the camp likes Angela, and mysteriously, you get these mysterious killings, you know? And I kind of like the kill scenes, even though it was, to me, I feel like it was, like, unique and different for its time. But I like how that, I like how all the actors and actresses, they were, like, oh, mostly, like, fucking guidos and shit. I'm like... Hey, you know, you know the Guido talk, man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I gotta say the word Guido. This they were doing Jersey Shore before Jersey Shore even existed on television. They did it through a camp. I would say my my experience watching this, my viewing pledge at the time, you know. But um, yeah. And so since you get to the point, Mysterious Kill is going on. You'd be wondering who the killer is. It'd be like, okay, maybe it's the guy protecting his cousin, or maybe it's the strange girl, because the girl was fucked up anyway, she was, she looked it fucked up to me, so I was like, okay, maybe it was the girl, because when the cook died, the, the guy starts saying, um, hey kid, help me out, like, you know, something like a kid, so I said, okay, I knew it had to be a kid, alright, and remember, this is when, young, growing, I was like, I was a teenager, but still, I was still young, you know, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm young when I was a teenager, okay, give me some, give me some longevity, guys, come on. But, um, to get to the point, I, I was wondering if it could be a kid, alright? And, um, to kill scenes, you know, anyone who picks on Angela dies pretty much. Um, spoilers, of course, this will contain spoilers, and I have to spoil it because it's the only way to get my, my true reaction when I first saw it, you know? But it, it, I was still confused, though, you know? I'm like, okay, maybe it wasn't Angela because it sounds like maybe the brother, I mean, excuse me, the cousin probably doing the killing, or... You know, or somebody else, you know, that. And then, 
Oh, this is the fast forward again. A lot of deaths are going on. Um, movie progressed when people start wondering what the hell is going on. Um, the guy that likes the old man that likes one of the campers found out that she's dead, and he was getting pissed off, and he was blaming Angela's cousin Ricky for the killing, you know. And he was getting mad. He said, "You the one that killed killed everybody in the camp. You the one." He accused him, and like knocked like. Choked him out, like knocked him unconscious, you know. And um, movie progressed. You guys see when Angela told that the boy that she likes to, you know, meet me, uh, meet me out like in the beach or like outside. And the boy saw her. They start taking their clothes off. And then you got these camp counselors looking for the, for other camp members. While you got the police officer and the other campers and camp counselors running around the camp and stuff, seeing. Trying to find out that anybody survived. They start seeing all these dead bodies. And they're like, what the fuck is going on, you know? And everybody's getting confused. I'm getting confused watching this movie. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And then we get to the scene when um, Angela, when the two camp counselors found Angela holding the boy that she likes. And she was like naked, like naked, her back was naked, you know? And the boy, you could tell the boy was naked. And she was like rubbing on the boy's head. And they start seeing this flashback scene with the brother and sister from the beginning of the movie so their father and the guy that saw John die at the beginning part of the movie they were they were, they were both of them were gay couples and I'm like what the fuck I'm like you mean their father was gay and they were laughing like hee hee seeing two gay guys making out and I'm like okay I'm like what the fuck I still say what the fuck cause you didn't expect that and then he's asking the brother and sister looking at each other and it looked like maybe it did something, I don't know. But then I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I still have that moment. Like, I, I, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And then you get, see Aunt Martha, and it looked like during the death of the father, you've seen the patient, which she's saying, like the word Angela. So I said, okay, I guess the girl survived, and maybe the boy died, because, like I say, it's pretty obvious, obviously, that the, um, the girl was Angela, like, ah, oh, I was so confused, see, I'm confused right now, but anyway, the girl was good, at the beginning, when you see uh, Ricky and the girl going camping, you did see the brother, you know, so, and then, you get kind of lost, you know, but when, at Martha say, you know what, I can't have two boys in the house, no, no, we can't, and I'm like, two boys in the house, so, then that's when I realized, when she used the word, Angela, and then she said Peter at the end, and I'm like, what the fuck, you know, so that means, that means the daughter at the beginning of the movie died, and Peter survived after all, so I was right, so then the people that came down the stairs going camping eight years later was, okay, Ricky, her, her at Martha's son, and Angela, but if, if Angela's Peter, that, that means Angela is... And then you get to the ending when the killer finally got up, and then Angela like, ah, oh fuck, he's getting. I'm like, what the fuck? And then he scrolled down the, the chest, and he saw the dick. It was a tr the, the killer was a transsexual killer. Aunt Martha made Peter into a girl, of course, which is Angela. And to fast forward this part, the daughter never existed. The daughter died, and the son survived. But Aunt Martha didn't want two boys in the house. She always wanted to go. She made Peter into a chick. 
I know I just repeated myself just now, but this is was my reaction at the time. I was like, what the fuck, you know? And I was like, oh shit, I didn't even expect that. It was a good twist. And then I ended up seeing the movie a second time around because I was like, damn, this movie is amazing. I like it. I had my attitude changed towards this movie. To me, it was like decent. To me, it was good. I actually liked it because he didn't expect the twist. It was really good. I thought it was original. I thought it was, okay, it's a Friday 13 ripoff, but you know what? They made it their own, though. And then you have sequels after that. And like I mentioned, I did saw 2 and 3 before I saw this one, but when I saw the first movie, finally, 2 and 3 kind of like opened my mind even even much more. And I was like, uh, it was on cable TV, but now I want the DVD. Many years later, you get the 4 DVD set, which I own the box set. But then I put the DVDs into it by booklet, and the fourth movie had a size like a part four, but it wasn't it wasn't in full production. And then you had Return to Sleepaway Camp after that. And of course, I did re review Return to Sleepaway Camp, so check that review out. I might review it again. I'm planning on doing that now. But um, Sleepaway Camp one, instead of enjoyable, decent to me now is good. You know, as time goes on, I really like this movie much more than ever. And how many times you could have a gay killer, you know? I mean, we do have gay killers in horror movies, don't get me wrong, but um, I think Superboy Ken did a great job on it, like how they set it up, you know, because you didn't expect it. They really took, like, a B-movie Giallo, like like an American movie, like this was an American version of a Giallo. They made it their own. You know, even the talent movies were like, hmm, not bad, huh? Oh, that was French, sorry. Oh, yeah, anyway, peace, guys. See you later. Definitely check this movie out. Um... You know what? I was I just thought of something. Maybe Shout Factory should release all Sleepaway Camp movies on Blu-ray now. I would love to see Shout Factory release the first one at least. That would be awesome.